Welcome, precious one. The message you're about to listen to will bless and enlighten you, and we're delighted about this. Ministering is Reverend Elijah, pastor of Christ Glory Ministries. Stay tuned, and God bless you. Twelve. When Abraham was leaving his homeland to a place where God would show him, it looked like he was leaving a lot of potential, prosperity, and so on and so forth behind. But that was progress in the mind of God and according to God. And in the end, it became evident. Hallelujah. So the most important thing to you is to be sure that you are in the will of God, following the instruction of God, following the, the voice of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Yes. Uh, sometimes following the voice of the Holy Spirit can even bring opposition, bring and put you in a kind of trouble. But once it is His voice and you're obedient to Him, there will be glorification in the end of it. Amen. So, I have greater expectations. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. And the word for next year has already been given. Hallelujah. Yeah. I was almost tempted to mention it. Was it last Sunday or so? <laughs> almost tempted in, uh, in the prayer I was leading also. Almost tempted. Hallelujah. Yes, so I'm still incubating and building over it. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. So, seven important things about the word. Seven important things about the word. And on Sunday, we said the first one we looked at was that the word is our contact with God. The word is our contact with God. The word is our contact with God. And I said that the word is our contact with God the Father and his contact with us. The word is our contact with God the Father and his, word, his contact with us. Hallelujah. Um, for us to experience the growth, the, the spiritual progression that we must have, it is expedient that we come to the place where we, we, we see God's word as the truth that is prepared for our souls, prepared for our hearts, that we believe it, we receive it. You see, we receive it. Um, there's a statement that Jesus Christ made that reveals the mindset of certain believers or even disciples, quote-unquote, or followers of Christ, quote-unquote. Now, let me um, read it to, to us. In the book of John, chapter 14, hallelujah, John chapter 14, amen, Amen. are we there? John chapter 14, let's start from verse 1, it says, let not your heart be troubled, ye believe in God, believe also in me. In my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. It says, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. Hallelujah. There ye may be also. And whither I go, ye know, and the way ye know. It says, and where I go, you know. And the way you know. Hallelujah. Where I go, you know. 
and the way you also know. This is one of the characteristics of God's language. This is one of the ways that God speaks to us. And we have to be able to identify it because sometimes God has told you something, but you may be asking him to tell you something, but he has already told you by the things he has said, he has said to you, maybe in your prayer time or through the message, the, the word of God that you have studied. Because over here, he doesn't say, he could have probably plainly said, and I'm going to heaven. Heaven is where I'm going. And he says that, and I am the way. You know me, so you know the way. But he tells them that where I'm going, you know. And the way, you also know. He's expecting that they will put one, two and two together. And know that if we know the way, then the way will probably be either him or his words or whatever he has taught us, something around it. Are you getting me? So, verse 4, he says, Where I go, you know, and the way, you know. Verse 5, Thomas said unto him, Lord, we know not whither thou goest. <laughs> How can we know the way? And Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father, but by me. Are you seeing this? Yes, by, by what? Me. But by me. So he says, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. And then he says, no man comes to the Father but by me. In other words, no man contacts the Father but by me. No man contacts the Father but by me. And we know that Jesus Christ is the Word. Bible reveals to us that in the beginning was the Word, the Word was God, the Word was God. Then in verse 14, he reveals to us how that the word was made flesh and dwelled among us, being the son of God. So Jesus now says, no man comes to the father except by me. No one contacts the father except by me. And Jesus is the word. Are you following this? Yes, sir. Now, on the flip side, the word is also God's contact with us. God contacts man through the medium of the word. It's very important for us to understand this because this, this is one of the not only fundamentals but also heights of appreciating the word. This is what will make you turn to the word when you need to hear from God. This is also what will make God able to speak to you when he has to and all other um, outlets have failed. Say, the word is my contact with God. The word is my contact with God. And God's contact with me. And God's contact with me. So verse 6 says, Jesus, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Verse 7, he says, If he had known me, he shall have known my Father also. And from henceforth ye know him, and have seen him. Praise the Lord. Then this is what Philip says, what I wanted to show you in the beginning. Philip said unto him, Lord, show us the Father, and it sufficeth us. In other words, we'll be satisfied. Verse 9, Jesus said unto him, Have I been so long time with you, and yet hast thou not known me, Philip? He that had seen me hath seen the Father. And how sayest thou then, show us the Father? Hallelujah. So, Jesus was expecting that by his fellowship with them and communication with them, they would be able to deduce the character of God and the ways of God from him. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And I feel that it is very, very clear. If you look, if you study closely, you will see 
God's character in Jesus. You will see God's character in Jesus. Amen? Amen. You will see God's character in Jesus. So your, and your questions will be answered in Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. John chapter 1. John chapter 1 verse 8. Mm, thank you, Holy Spirit. Verse 8, it says, He was not that light, speaking about John the Baptist, but was sent to bear witness of that light. Verse 9. That was the true light, speaking of Jesus, which lighted every man that cometh into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. He was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. And he came unto his own, and his own received him not. Hallelujah. Now, the word of God, right, the word that we access through the written page of the scripture, it is what takes the place of the unseen Christ. The word is what takes the place today in our lives of the unseen Christ. The word of God is what takes the place of the unseen Christ. As it was before he came, where the Bible says he was in the world, but the world knew him not. So it is today that after he has gone, he is still in the world, but some know him not. How is he in the world? Through the word. The word of God takes the place of the unseen Christ such that he said, I am with you until the end of the age. How is he with us? Through the word. Such that the same anointing that raised the dead when he was walking, the same anointing that opened blind eyes, the same anointing that healed the sick, is with us today. Through the word. The same anointing. The same power. Bible said he was in the world. But the world knew him not. How was he in the world? By the words that were spoken. The scriptures that he possessed. The Torah. The Psalms. The prophets. He was in the world. You see? He was in the world. This, this word. He was in the world. But Bible says the world knew him not. As it was before he came. So it is today. So Christ is still in our midst. Christ is still in the world today. He is in the world today in the person of the word. This word is my contact with God and God's contact with me. Are you following this? Very, very important. You see, Reading, studying, meditation in the word is a visit with him. 
See, when I wake up in the morning or when I'm in, in the afternoon or maybe in the night and I sit behind my desk or sit on my bed and open the pages of the written word. Ah, kataya. And begin to feed on Galatians chapter 5, verse 1. Stand therefore in the liberty where Christ has made you free and be not subject again to any break of bondage. As I am feeding on this word, contact is being made. Hallelujah. God is contacting me. And I'm contacting God. Reading the word, opening up the scripture, reading the word, meditating on it, fellowshipping with it, is, is, is a visit with him. God, God literally comes and sits by you there. On that seat, when you are there with the word, God is there with you. Through the, the, the truth and the word in those pages, God is there with you. You are in a holy place. You are in a holy place when you, when you are there with your Bible like that. You are in a holy place. And your pen and your paper is written, it's, it's open down. When, when I'm studying the way, I'm in a holy place. Don't think that angels only gather when you are praying. When you are studying, they gather. Because you are making contact with God. Hey, Are you here, somebody? And you see, that is how the word becomes a part of you. God contacts your mind, your body, your feelings, your emotions through the act of visiting with him in meditation or in feeding or studying the word. The word becomes a part of you. And you see, the more you do this, the more the power the word has to prevail over your mind. On Sunday, we'll go into the other seven points and <laughs> I'll show you how faith comes. <laughs> we'll make it very simple for you because next year we are going to do big things. I'm telling you. Oh, if, we, if, if, we, if we've been able to stand this first two years, oh, get ready. I know what I'm telling you. <laughs> that, that's how you know, certain phases are. You will, need, you will need to cross a particular phase first. Then when you cross a phase, you are strengthened to cross another certain phase. You see? Say thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. God. Are you here? Yes, sir. Say through the word, I contact God. And God contacts me. Kado Shada Bahaya. Are you here, somebody? Are you here, somebody? And I said, the more you do this, the more the word has the ability to prevail over your mind. You see, in that moment, let me tell you something. When you are when you are contacting God through the word, you are in a place of power. I tell you, revelation flows. God reveals himself to you through the word. God unveils himself through you. Because you see, there are two methods by which God reveals himself. One is the word, the other is the spirit. In this series, I want to show you primarily the place and importance of the word when it comes to many of these things. 
spiritual experiences happen by the Holy Ghost. But the word is itself also spiritual. <laughs> you know, when we were supposed to have THPC, was it last year or last year? That we didn't have. The title of the message was Mastery over Time, Space, and Matter. That was the message that would have come, but we didn't go into it. <laughs> I have not had this since. Because there are, there are realms and dimensions that we, we that the, the, the church, right, the church in this last age has to walk in before the rapture of the church. There are dimensions that we need to step into and walk in. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Yes. The realm where you, 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 you need to have a program in South Africa and then they cancel your, your, your flight and yet you have to be there at a particular time and there's no other way to go. You have to translate and get there. Yeah, you're exercising dominion over time, space, and matter. Hallelujah. And the church will get there. Amen. So as I was saying, two main ways that by which God reveals himself, the word by the spirit. But this is the thing. The word always precedes the spirit. The full manifestation of the spirit can only be obtained when the word has preceded it. Are you following? There are situations where the spirit will precede the word, but not never fully. I would mean, never fully. The Spirit, in various cases, may precede it, but never fully. The full manifestation of the Spirit is only had after the Word has preceded it. That is why the Holy Spirit was visiting earth, visiting, you know, coming upon men of God, so on and so forth. But then we could never have a full manifestation until the Word had manifested, preceded it, and manifested fully. You see? In the same vein, in Genesis chapter 1, we see the Holy Ghost, we see him doing something, brooding and incubating, but we never see him bring anything into power or we never see him releasing any creation until the word precedes him. Then we see his full manifestation, the Bible says light comes into being. Before Jesus would come, the word would be incarnated. The Bible says the Holy Ghost would overshadow Mary, incubate Mary. This was the same thing that happened in Genesis chapter 1. Where the Bible says the Spirit of God hovered upon the, the surface of the deep. You see? The same thing he now incubated over Mary. Gabriel said the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. The same thing is what he did in the Genesis chapter 1. Then, Bible now said, God said, light be. The same thing. What followed in earth? Jesus Christ was born. You see? So that was a minuscule precedent of the Spirit for the Word to be revealed. But for the Spirit to be completely and highly revealed, the Word must be fully revealed first. Always. Always. I hear what I'm saying. 
poison. Are you here? Yes, sir. Say glory. glory. Say glory. glory. Ah, shadadadadabos. Hey, are you here, somebody? Yes, sir. I want to go more into that, but that one is also a topic on its own. Amen. Amen. So every time you are reading, meditating on the word. There's a visitation going on. You see? You and God in that moment. There have been times where, where as I was studying, I was reading, feeding on the word. Suddenly, a revelation hit my spirit. Boom, I shouted out, ah! I shout. One time, I got up from my chair, just went to the wall like this. Ah. I was speaking in tongues, speaking in tongues. I was alone in my room. Because I was receiving unveilings. God was showing me himself, revealing things to me through the word. So at that moment, you are not sitting down with a book. You are sitting down with a spirit. His name is the word. <laughs> at that time, you are not sitting down just with a book. Sitting down with the Spirit, and His name is the Word. His name is the Word. How do you access Him? How do you get to Him? You open, you open, you open. When you open, you call Him. It's like when you open and you sit and give attention. It's like a call. It's like a phone call. It's like an an, an embrace. You see, there's what we there's what when we pray, we kneel down to pray and speak in tongues. Does. There's what when we open the Bible and sit behind it also does. Is somebody following me? Yes, sir. There are anointings you will not encounter until you do these things. <laughs> hey! Kadashodabahaya. The word is our contact with God. Is somebody here tonight? Are you hearing me? And number two, I said that Okay, before we go to number two, let me just re-equal certain things here. John chapter 14. It is amazing how the Spirit reveals the Word and the Word reveals the Spirit.
but always, like I told you, the spirit is never fully manifested until the word has preceded it. But the spirit will proceed in a measure. All throughout scripture, you notice this. Before somebody even gets born again, the spirit has to proceed by conviction. It is the Holy Ghost that convicts a person to make their heart ready to receive the word. You see? So the spirit is always hindered and limited without the word. He can only go so far without the word. He can only do so much without the word. This is what I was explaining to you on Sunday, the importance of the word. Because when there's an absence of it, tons of water plus one seed will give you the result of one seed. Are you with me? So, before the word, a person has to be ready for salvation to be, to, to, to be, take, to, to be um, manifest by the person receiving the word, the Holy Ghost will first of all proceed, you know, and bring conviction. The Bible says he will convict the world of sin because I go unto the Father. Are you seeing this? Yes, so, the Holy Spirit brings that conviction for the purpose of the word getting into that man. Then, when the word has gotten to him and salvation has been established, the Holy Spirit can indwell this man. I guess you me. But prior to that, that was only a limited operation of the Spirit. A limited operation of the Spirit. But when the word has taken place, then boom, his manifestation can be unlimited. Amen? And unhindered. Glory to God. Hallelujah. John 14. Verse 19. Verse 19. He says, Yet a little while, and the world seeth me no more, but ye see me. Okay, listen to verse 18. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. Yet a little while, and the world seeth me no more, but ye see me, because I live, ye shall live also. At that day ye shall know that I am in my Father, and ye in me, and I in you. Ah, mysteries, glorious mysteries. He said, at that day ye shall know that I am in my Father, and ye are in me, and I in you. You see, there's a message God has given us to minister. And the, the, the church will get to that place in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes it's like, quote unquote, we are afraid to preach it. <laughs> I will get there. Because you see, there are not things we are trying to. The, the last thing I want to do is try and conjure my. Sir. <laughs> uh, was, sir my goodness. These are, these are the truths from the scriptures. These are the truths from the master. Oh my goodness. As well, say as well. So he said, other day shall not in my father and, my, and ye in me and I in you. I am in my father. You are in me. I am in you.
you are aware that gas is in water, right? Yeah, it's just existing in a different state. <laughs> and then that same water can become solid. You understand what I mean? Yeah. So, when it is ice cube, there's still hydrogen and oxygen in there. When it is liquid, there's still hydrogen and oxygen in there. Right? When it gets into a gaseous state, that is where the hydrogen and the oxygen can be separated. High following. Good. That is where That is where the, the, the spiritual essence of God is more or less identified. That is why the spirit is the most the most out of this world personality in the Godhead. And that is why the best, some of the best definitions or descriptions this world or our world can give to the Holy Ghost is the wind. Because he is not in a state that is observable. It's only perceivable. It's not in a solid state, it's not in a liquid state. Is only perceivable. You see? So we only see his effects. Maybe when there's a prophecy or there's a power of the Holy Ghost, somebody has fallen down or something is happening mighty in the place. We are not seeing a person, but we are seeing his effects. <laughs> that is God in a different state. Now, that is the state that when it indwells you, elevates you, from one existence to another existence. <laughs> that is the spirit of deity. That is the spirit that makes you more than a man. <laughs> Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. Number two. Second important thing about the word. We are born again by the word. This is very, very powerful. We are born again, but we are recreated by the word. Now, what brought you forth sustains you. What brought you forth is what sustains you. Our birth and sustenance comes from the word. The lesser you are connected to the word, the lesser your true identity is revealed. The lesser you stay in touch with the word, the lesser you feel in touch with the, you feel with the, on the word, the lesser your divinity is revealed. The lesser your deityship or your, your, your deityness is expressed. So what happens? You see more of your humanity than the complaints, than the depressions, than the hiccups, than the issues. 
Why? You are not being sustained. You're not allowing yourself to be sustained by what brought you forth, which is the word. And so what happens? Much of your humanity is showing up. Instead of your divinity, instead of the deity that is resident within you, Because there's more to you than the physical person you've been seeing. <laughs> there's more to you. More to you than the, you know, the banco and the tilapia you've been enjoying. There's more to you. Do you know that the banco and tilapia you bought, that you, you finished it, you said it didn't reach you, it didn't, it didn't satisfy you? Right there and then, if you will switch to your divinity, you can say multiply, and you have double in front of you. <laughs> oh, my, 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 my. <laughs> we'll get there. I, I just want us to grow gradually. Amen. And we'll get there. When we start eating bones, all our messages will not be bones. Say bones. 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 <laughs> Glory. Because there's more to you. We cannot be lesser than what brought us forth. Hey, you didn't catch that. We cannot be lesser than what brought us forth. We cannot be lesser than what gave us birth. We cannot. We cannot. If God had wanted it so, he would not have brought us forth by the word. <laughs> he could have formed us through different means, the way he created the angels. Or a lesser degree of his life. You see, when God speaks, whatever he wants to make is regulated according to a certain level of his life. So it is like regulating power voltage. Are you with me? You can choose whether to give maximum output or minimum output. So, the power God used to create the plants, it's not the same he used when he said, let us make man. They are two different voltage, power, voltage outputs. Are you seeing this? So, plants also have the life of God, but not in its fullness. In a very reduced level. Are you what I'm saying? An ion is using electricity, but not as much voltage as a, as a fridge is using. You see? The TV is also using a certain voltage of electricity, but not as much as the ion is using. That is why you see more features with the TV than you see with the ion. Because the power difference is also very vast. The iron can only get so hot. But the TV can get both hot and still give you pictures. Multiplicity of functions. Because there's a higher voltage flowing through there. So, 
Animals also have the life of God, but in a reduced level. But the, the quality of life they have is higher than plant life. Because <laughs> the, the voltage and the power output are different for each of them. But they are all from the life of God. Are you getting me? So, when God speaks, he determines the quantity and the quality of the output, whether 100% or minimum. And I told you that we can't be less than what brought us forth. What brought you forth sustains you. We can't be less than what brought us forth. If God had wanted it that way, we would not have been brought forth by the word. But over and over again, he makes, especially in the epistles after the resurrection of Christ, he makes us very, very clear that the quality of word that we are brought forth is the exact, exact fullness of God. I heard me. I said that our birth and our sustenance comes from the word. You see, if you do not stay in that consistent sustenance which comes from the word, the lesser of your divinity you see. The lesser of your divinity you will express. You manifest more of your humanity. And the Bible says that the human body is subject to mortality. And the human life is subject to mortality. So if you live, if you if you don't feed, if you don't get sustained by that which gave gave you birth in Christ that will give you life in Christ, you'll be expressing humanity. And that's where the defeat is. That's where the pain is. That's where the failure is. That's where the depression is. That's where the, the lack is. But what brought you forth must sustain you. That is the word. Then you will start seeing the glories of the word coming forth and coming alive in your life. You start seeing the divine. You start seeing the supernatural. Because that is what has given you birth now. That's what has sustained you. John chapter 1. Kalabasola takadihas. Is somebody here tonight? Sir, sir. And all of this happens by the word. You see? The word. See the word. The word. See the word. The word. Wow, I'm even feeling sorry for uh, those who are in church on Sunday because it looks like I didn't even go into detail <laughs> on Sunday. The word. Are you here? Sir. John chapter 1, are you there? Sir. Okay, let's come to verse 10. It says, he was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. He came unto his own, 
and his own received him not. Are you seeing this? Yes, sir. He came unto his own, his own received him not. He came unto his own, his own received him not. Just to digress a little bit, we'll come back. Sometimes, in life, people really come to their own, but their own don't receive them. Sometimes God can send somebody to you, and the person that God has sent, they know that I'm supposed to be in your life, supposed to be in my life, but they receive the person not. It happens. You see, it happens in marriages, relationships, organizations, business partnerships, different places. It happens. It's not the right person didn't come, the right person came, but they said no. For whatever reason, they didn't receive him. They still didn't receive him. But that was where he was supposed to be. Those were his own. Hallelujah. Say, I discern and receive my own. Yes, you must know. You must know the people that are in your life of, from God. And embrace them. Are you getting me? Yeah. And embrace them. Don't let them go. Embrace them. Day to day, we embrace you. Amen. One day, I was chatting with somebody, and then the person was like, "Okay, I was I was teasing the person. I was like, Obi Dowa Donibi. Praise God. Yeah. So I think maybe that's a message for Sir Marvin and Samada. <laughs> Praise God. Yeah, or even even scrap, I'm sure maybe. <laughs> Glory to God. Now he says, He came unto his own, and his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them gave he the power. To them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. Now notice that one comes into the family of God, right, by believing and receiving the message, the truth of the message of the word, of the gospel. You see? Into their spirits, into their heart. Then by that, they come into the family of God. They are born again. And this happens by the word. You see? It happens by the word. It is not a physical something. The message being preached, when they open their heart up, believe and receive, rebirth takes place and they have come into the, the family of God. How did it happen? By the word. You see, by the word. What happened? They received the word. That's what he's saying here. He said, as many, as many, as many, as many as received him. As many as received him, to them gave him power to become the sons of God. Now, contextually speaking, right, and doctrinally speaking, what was what is here? As many as received the language, he part become the sons of God. This was prophetic, prophetic salvation or futuristic salvation, because at this point they were not yet born again. So anyone who received him, believed in him, while he was the incarnate Christ, they were given the right, the power to become. The sons of God. So the moment he rose from the dead, 
that power, that right kicked into existence, kicked into operation. That's what he's talking about here. You see? Because John is speaking about the son, the Messiah, and he is speaking about how Israel rejected him when he came in the flesh. So he starts by saying, he came to his own, who are those? Israel, the Jews. But he says they received him not. Then he says, among those that received him not, as many as received him, he gave the power to become. Power to become sons of God. So what we experience today, because he's already come and gone, and we receive the message and we are, we are born anew, they receive the power to become. And that power to become came into effect when he rose from the dead. Look at the status of these people. Are you here, somebody? Yes, sir. Verse 13 says, Which were born, Marco Zete, Palos which were born not of blood. Ha! Not of blood. Not of blood. Right then, that he has cancelled all the physicalities in the matter. <laughs> he has cancelled all the physicalities in the Anything that could make because blood is physical. He has cancelled humanity right there. He has cancelled the, the humanity definitely. He has cancelled the physicalities right there. Not of blood. That right there tells you he's speaking about something higher. They were born not of... That is why I feel like John, the divine's message, is the height of the message that eventually God would like to, the church to walk in. But that message and that dimension... The road through to it, many don't like because it's not, it's not easy. It's the, it's the road of love. He's the same person who preached about love the most. <laughs> you see? Paul knew the same message, but Paul was hindered by different people from different levels and understandings. So at different, different congregations, you have to use different terminologies. You see, like when he's writing the Romans, he has to come down and then use symbolisms and metaphors and then different things to communicate, you know. So, you see, let's, 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 let's get it to close. I, I'm believing God that when we begin with the campus midweek services, Maybe I'll take the limiter off a little bit. I'll take some 30%, 40% off. Then we can start blowing in the words more. <laughs> are you here, somebody? Yes, Listen, these things, they are not self-conjured. You know, you can't conjure these things. Bible said, a man can receive nothing except it be given to him from above. Are you here? Yes, Verse 13, it says, which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh. Nor of the will of the flesh. Nor of the will of the flesh. In other words, not by sensual instigations. Nor of the will of man. 
Not even because man wanted it or man thought it necessary or man thought it needful. But he says, but of God. Wow. 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 They were born of God. By what? From what? John 1 verse 1. In the beginning was the word. We are born by the word. I hear me. We are born by the word. We are recreated by the word. That's a term Paul loved to use. Glory to Jesus. First Peter chapter 2. Let's go there and notice something before we close. First Peter chapter 2. Is somebody feeding tonight? You see, because you are born of the word, like I told you, what gave birth to you sustains you. This is very important. What gave birth to you sustains you. If you fail to keep connection with the word, you will be spiritually deficient. What happens when that ha- what, what, what happens after that is that you will know will, you not be manifesting your true identity. You're not manifesting your divinity. You're manifesting humanity. That is where the problems abound. You see? That is why Jesus said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word. He is telling you, you've got to live by the word. That means feed on the word. And I've told you, when you sit down behind your Bible, you open Oh my goodness. Ah. I feel something. I I feel it several times when 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 I'm studying the word. Listen, when you sit behind the word, you open up those pages. I said, somebody sits before you. He's called the word. A spirit sits before you. He's called the word. Then you begin to have a visit with this, with this spirit. You begin to have a fellowship with this spirit. As you are feeding on the word, he's feeding, you are, you are feeding of him. And you know what begins to happen? You begin to change. Because now he begins to touch your mind and touch your emotions and touch your heart and touch things about you. He begins to touch you. He touch, touch you. <laughs> hey! <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, and every woman, if you start touching some things, hey, before you know it. <laughs> what many of us don't allow is that we, we need to let it climax. That is where the fellowship will take place. And then you change. After every true fellowship, you change. But some of you, when they touch, touch you, smell, like, oh, and then you stop. <laughs> no, stay in there. <laughs> I hear somebody. Glory. Let, let the word keep touching you. <laughs> hey. Oh, glory. First Peter 2. <laughs> Hallelujah. First Peter 2. My goodness, are you here? Kado Shatabaha. 
listen, next year, I said, I believe we'll step into our hundreds. Oh, thank you, Jesus. First Peter 2, verse 1. It says, Wherefore, laying aside all malice and all guile, hypocrisies and envies and evil speakings, as newborn babes, desire the sincere milk of the word, that you may grow thereby. The word grow is in the Greek oxano. It means to increase. You see? It means to increase. What does, what, 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 what increase? Because he's, you are physically already whole, you know, probably mature. So what increase? The divinity, the real you, the identity. He said that you may increase. Because that past must increase. John said, he must increase, I must decrease. The divine must increase, humanity must decrease. This is the way we are to become. So that the real, the real us, because many times we are living by the mental us and the physical us. The renewal of our minds allows us to operate by the real us. There is a Malvin in Malvin. There's an Esther in Esther. It is that person that God has given prophecies to. It is that person that God has put the, the billions, the millions, the power. It's in that person. You see? So, Peter says that you may increase thereby the evils in evils. That one, that one, that one. The evils Christ. The Christ evils. That one must increase. How? The word. The word. The, that is how you will shed off the scale of the old Gaius. The scales of the old Elijah. And then you start walking in the, the, the real one. The correct one. Is somebody hear me tonight? Yes, sir. Because what you were born by is what sustains you. And it happens by the word. Ephesians 4. Last scripture before we close. I mean, when this series is done, I mean, you, you need to absorb it day and night. Hallelujah. Oh, I believe strongly that if somebody comes into Christ and then they feed on our podcasts for three months, for six months, I tell you, it will change their whole, I tell you. Ephesians 4. Ephesians 4, are you there? Okay, let's start from verse 14. It said, That we henceforth be no more children, tossed to and fro. Now, notice that in 1 Peter 2, verse 2, he said, as newborn babes, these are the sincere milk of what? Of the word, right? That you may grow thereby. So, the word will move you from babyhood, into, you know, to bring growth into increase. He, call, he says, as newborn babes, though these are full-grown men, some of them are even mothers and fathers, but he says babes. Why? As far as their divinity is concerned, they are in babyhood stage in their divinity. Babyhood stage in the Christ life. Are you with me? Yeah. Babyhood in the Christ life. That one day, much, can, much really can be done. We will still see so much of the f- 
fleshly and physical expressions. That's why people get into all kinds of troubles, all kinds of issues. And you are, you are blessed of God with all spiritual blessings. Yet, God has to resist you because you are being foolish. Yeah, I've been seen babies that they've tied them to a particular place because that particular way. Yeah. But you are still blessed with all spiritual blessings. Hallelujah. So I refuse to be a baby. I grow. Hallelujah. So he says that we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men and cunning craftiness whereby they lie in wait to deceive. But look at this. But speaking the truth in love, what is he calling the truth? The word. Hmm? He calling the word the truth. And he says, speaking the truth in love may grow up into him in all things. Now, there's a dimension where the word can be ministered or, or can be taught, but it will not impact your spirit or enlighten your mind because it's not coming from love. You see? So, some people may have some nice revelation, but when you read it, you don't know why. I say, yeah, but I say, it's Edna baby. Unless the Holy Spirit is merciful to you now and then, though they are not, it's not coming from love, the Holy Spirit still helps to get some from it because it's not being ministered in love. Notice this, this thing here. He says, but speaking the truth, ministering the truth in love may grow up. You see? May grow up into him in all things, which is the head, even Christ. Are you following me? So again over here, he's speaking about the word that will bring growth. And this level of growth, he says, may grow up into him in all things. In all things. Power, wisdom, insight, accuracy, excellence, alacrity, prosperity, may grow up into him in all things. Which is the head, even Christ. Hallelujah. Praise God. So, not only are we born again by the word, we are sustained by the word. Hallelujah. Are you here, somebody? Are you blessed? Say, I'm born by the word, sustained by the word. Say, as I have fellowship with the word, God contacts me and I contact God through the word. Through the word, through the word, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. You can listen to more inspiring, uplifting, and spirit-filled sermons and teachings from our man of God, Reverend Elijah, on Podbean, Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and every other podcast platform at Christ Glory Ministries. God bless you.